You're listening to the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast, your source for tips and tricks on building wealth through real estate in Connecticut. You will get the best techniques from leading local experts in real estate and lending. Now, here's your host, Robert Weinberg. Saturday morning to everybody. Welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast, along with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Rob, how are you this morning? Doing good, Gary. How about yourself? <sighs> you know, I take it one day at a time, brother. You know, it, it's it, you know, it's a daily struggle out there. You Always know. a struggle. It really is, especially now. Well, my I, goodness. I so much um, tragedy. G- gas prices are crazy. Inflation. Inflation is um, tragedy yeah. nationwide. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just, it's a it's a crazy time to be alive for sure. How does, or maybe it doesn't, um, you know how like there's shortages and supply chain issues right. and, and empty shelves, so to and whatever you do see on the shelf is supply and demand, so the law of economics kicks in and you know, the prices are exorbitant. How does that affect your industry? Well, two main ways. I would say, first of all, inflation, as well, you're seeing. It affects everybody. Yeah. Inflation's the enemy of mortgages. So as inflation goes up, mortgage rates have to go up to compensate investors in the in the new market. So that's number one. That affects everyone. The second big way, though, that the supply chain has been a huge issue for home buyers right now and builders is the supply chain is stifling the ability to build homes. So homes, you know, usually would take around six months, eight months to build. Right now they're taking nine to 12 months or more. I mean, there are people that started building homes several years ago that still haven't finished or are just now finishing. That's because of these supply chain issues. A lot of people are anxious about building a home now. Before, it used to be a great thing to build a custom home, right, or a new home. Now it's losing its luster because of these supply chain issues. It will work itself out. I mean, this is not going to be a forever thing, but that's also continuing to push the costs up of homes because of that supply-demand imbalance. And the cost of lumber? The cost of lumber was through the roof uh, at the beginning or in during like the the main part of covid right mm-hmm. and lumber went up like 200 percent or something crazy it's come back down i don't know if it's back down to where it was but that has settled down a little so i expect that some of these other materials will as well but for a home buyer right now that's trying to buy new construction or build a new home it's almost impossible so talking about what we were mentioning on you know pessimism and tragedy and yeah. just bad things going on in the market bad things going on in the economy I wanted to shift, you know, do a little bit of a shift here, change the format today in our show because I want to talk about success. I want to talk about positivity. Yeah. I want to talk about, um, you know, meeting your goals, achieving your goals financially. It can all be possible with the right plan. And that's what I really want to dive into today and give people hope, give people optimism, give people that motivation they need to actually get their stuff in order, so to speak. All right. So then talk about maybe uh, some. some success stories. Let's talk about some of the realtors, let's realtors. say, that you've worked with, that uh, you've had success with. Yeah, so, I mean, we talk a lot about client success stories on the show. We go through different ideas and ways that people have improved themselves. We haven't really talked about realtors, though, and a lot of my clients are realtors. So hmm. realtors send me their clients to get mortgages because they know that they'll get a good experience. There's consistency. Um, there's a lot of credibility there. 
So I've worked with a ton of realtors over the years. And I would say that, you know, the biggest takeaway that a lot of the realtors tell me is that they're sick of dealing with like a robot on the other side. So these mortgage companies where there's nobody to talk to, it's just like an email or it's just a website and you're putting your info in there and they spit out a pre-approval, but there's not really like a point of contact, right? So if you need something done at, you know, an evening or a weekend or something, there's like nowhere to turn either. If the online system doesn't work, there's nowhere to go. So there's definitely uh, a great, at least one or two stories like that, I could tell you. Um, there's realtors that I work with quite a bit where it's like an ongoing relationship. Okay. So this isn't a one-off. I'm going to send you a client and then you never hear from them again. Most of the realtors I work with are, you know, they're, they're big fans, raving fans. So they're not only coming one time, but they're sending multiple clients to me over a period of time. A lot of realtors actually end up coming to me to do their mortgage when it comes time to buy a home or refinance. Just in the last couple of months, I helped a realtor buy a home and another refinance their home. Who a realtor goes to for their mortgage, that is important because they know the industry. They know what's going on. They know who who knows their stuff. Um, and the last thing I'll say is just communication. So my realtors know they can reach me via call, text. You know, I have some, believe it or not, I correspond with on Instagram Messenger or Facebook Messenger. And that's just because that's the most convenient thing. And I always talk about, you know, meet people where they are. Some realtors want to do everything via text. Others are big on phone calls. Others are big on emails. Some only want to do Facebook Messenger. I find it crazy because they're like <laughs> in their 40s and they're only using Facebook Messenger. But that's where they are. That's what works for them. So that's where we need to meet them. So there's actually a couple specific success stories, Gary, that I want you to read here that I picked out. Um, so if you can just go ahead and maybe bring those to everyone's attention. I am here. happy to do that, Rob. Uh, so let's we have there was Mary M. from Southbury and she wrote, OK, Rob was able to get my buyer a pre-approval letter over the weekend after an online broker left them hanging and then closed 22 days later. He did an amazing job and seemed to always be available to answer any questions. I highly recommend him. That's, a, that's, that's an incredible yeah, testimony. Yeah, and this is a, a really good story because this realtor actually, I helped her daughter refinance. So her daughter found me on Google, mm -hmm. did a great refinance. Then her daughter said to the mom, hey, mom, you're a realtor. you got to talk to this mortgage lender I just dealt with. He's local, and he did a great job. So then this realtor had a client that, as you heard, the ball got dropped. They went with one of these online lenders who, by the way, now is going out of business. Oh, jeez. And oh. they went with one of these. They had this pre-approval. They thought it was good. And they kept missing these deadlines in the contract. Eventually, she said, you need to talk to Rob. And obviously, the rest is history there. So that's a great story. Can I read another one? Sure. sure. All right. Uh, uh, Marge Y. From, and that's the letter Y. Uh, from Roxbury. Uh, she writes... Rob was right on target every time. Efficient, knowledgeable, and excellent follow-through. I never had to call Rob as he always contacted me first. I can recommend him with certainty that you will be pleased with his service. The, the fact that, hold on a second, the fact that you call, you're proactive. How many times anywhere in business? Are you going to have the company or the the, the, right. the the person that you're contracting contact you first? You're always the one trying to chase them down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a you know a lot of differentiators. 
you're hearing some of them right here. I mean, that's definitely a big piece of the puzzle of success in mortgage right now and in real estate is that proactive communication because yeah. everyone's always going, what's going on? And like in real estate and mortgage, it's always like hurry up and wait, right? You're waiting for someone to do something. You're waiting for something to happen. So I'll take credibility for a lot of it, but I also have technology that helps me as well. So like as milestones are hit during the mortgage process, technology, I have software that will send out text messages and emails automatically. I've already had several go out this morning on loan status updates. And even if I'm not calling you, even if it's Saturday or Sunday, if something happens on your loan, I might be sleeping, but you're going to find out that an appraisal came in. You're going to find out that we got an underwriting approval. That is so big, especially for these realtors, because they are entrusting the mortgage professional with their client and with their commission. If that deal does not close, it's their commission on the line. So who a realtor, a real estate pro actually refers to and who they uh, entrust with their clients is huge, is huge. Why don't we do one more? All right, one more. One more. All right. Let's do. Uh, how about uh, Kenya? Kenya M. Kenya. Uh, okay. Kenya um, from Hartford. Robert was or uh, has an has excellent communication during the transaction. Made the process very smooth and and felt to be simple. And we closed a week early. Ooh, Love that. Whoa. I mean, deadlines get missed so often, especially lately, that you're hearing this theme with these realtors that, you know, communication's great. We're closing early. Um, that's what we strive for. That's a huge differentiator of working with a local lender, direct lender versus working with a mortgage broker or a local bank or a credit union. It, you know, I'm not saying everybody's bad, but like any industry, there's good players, there's bad players. This is one of the strengths that we have in my office at my company because of the volume that we do we're able to give that personal attention we're not processing a thousand mortgages a month like bank of america is or like wells fargo maybe we're processing 10 to 20 a month on average so we can really give that individualized attention and close early like you said and that testimonial you just read that was from a listing agent that wasn't even somebody that referred the client to me <laughs> that was from the other side the person that wow. listed the home i know that in this particular scenario they had another deal fall through on this property because the lender didn't have their act together this other buyer went under contract and wham bam you see we closed a week early that's why who you work with matters rob what about clients who needed help purchasing uh, an investment property yeah this is a, a common Common theme of people, especially in the last six to 12 months, there's been an uptick in people wanting to invest in real estate because it's all in the headlines in the news. The home values are going up so much. So people are really wisening up to the fact that real estate needs to be part of their overall financial plan. They need to build a portfolio to have that passive income coming in. So I've helped everyone from first time buyers that have never bought a property at all, let alone a primary home or investment. I've helped them buy their first investment properties. Mm -hmm. I've also on the other side of the gamut worked with real estate investors. I want to say the investor I work with has that has the most property is somewhere around 22 properties from one guy, one investor. So that just shows you though, we can work with the novice, we can work with the brand new that has no experience, but also on the other end, we can work with the self-employed entrepreneur, real estate pro, the guy that's been doing it for decades, has tons of doors, lots of uh, different income streams coming in. Those can be complicated sometimes. And believe it or not, some mortgage companies, they will get a, like a 200-page tax return and they'll just go, no, 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 like we can't do this because it's going to take so much work to process that loan. It's going to take so much work to do that pre-approval, to get everything reviewed. That And I've seen it 
quite a bit, especially in the last couple of years where the mortgage company just go, no, I'm sorry, we can't approve you. There's no real reason other than that they're lazy. But there are some great stories uh, yeah. that maybe you can share. Sure. Here's some. I'll give you a couple of testimonials. Uh, Vincent P. from Norwalk writes, Rob was intelligent, responsible, and did everything he could to help us secure our mortgage. I'll use him again, and I couldn't recommend him high enough. Yeah, Vincent, great guy, a younger guy in his 20s, actually, down in uh, Fairfield County. And Vincent's mom is a client of mine. That's how he <laughs> came over to me. His mom refinanced with me uh, a couple times years back. She had a property in Greenwich. So we did some uh, refinancing on that. And then when it came time for her son to buy his, actually, this will be his second investment property that he was going to buy. Again, nice. early 20s, right? So doing well. Jeez. And uh, he came to me and he didn't buy his first investment property with me. He used another lender, but he saw that experience. And then when it came time for this next purchase, he did come to me. And this was a difficult loan. Let me tell you, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of hiccups. There were some issues with like income verification and asset verification, some deposits we had to source that were out of the ordinary, just some little quirks that you know, a robot lender, an online lender, they might just be like, no, we can't do it. We we don't know what to do in this scenario. It's like they fit you in this box, but if you're a little outside the box, they'd rather just move on. So we really put in the extra work. I remember working a late night with one of my underwriting managers on this file to find solutions because it looked like it might not happen. It looked like it might not work. Putting your brains together, we were able to find the solution. And this one also did close early. And it was a complicated transaction because it was also a short sale, which, you know, those can be pretty complicated dealing with the banks and, and all that. So worked out for him. You said he didn't use you for his first property. Were you able to refinance for him um, on, on that first property? or No, his first property he bought, it was like a, it was a four unit property. Mm -hmm. And it was down in New Canaan. Okay. So it was very, very high end, very, very uh, expensive, really. But the thing is that he ended up using a, a mortgage servicing company to do that one. Mm -hmm. And they got him a great rate. I'm not going to say that, but he didn't have a good experience in with them. It took like three, four months for him to close. So he's like, yeah, I closed, but it took so long. Because, again, dealing yeah. with one of these shops where there's thousands of loans, you're just a number. And uh, he needed a better referral. So when it came time, here I was. I'd be ripped. Three, four months is, is yes. unreasonable. Can I read another one? Sure. All right. Uh, Rob Weinberg at Benchmark is just a superb resource when it comes to refinancing. He is very knowledgeable, and his customer service skills are top-notch. My wife and I have already recommended his services to family and friends. By the way, that's from Louis, uh, Louis L. from Weathersfield. Great family. Um, so Louie actually came to me as a listener of this show. He found us nice. on the podcast. He's been a loyal listener for a while, and he's heard me talk about the financial concepts. He's heard me talk about the refinancing uh, strategies to buy other property. And him and his wife do really well, but they only own one home. And they're at the point in their life where they're transitioning and they want to buy another home. But between kids, college, other expenses... Um, they had only so much cash flow available. So they saw the equity in their primary home as their meal ticket to being able to get their next home. So they contacted hmm. me 
um, several months back to say, hey, we've heard your stuff and we want to implement this strategy. And I put a game plan together for them. They weren't sure if they were going to buy another property in Connecticut or down south in Florida, where I'm also licensed. But what we did was we got them positioned where we took that equity out of the property. It's now sitting very, very securely in their savings account, ready for that purchase. Because like we talk about, you don't want to get this money out at the last minute. You don't want to get the money out at the point that you need it because it takes time. This doesn't come together in three days. So they have the money sitting there ready for an opportunity. And right after this refinance closed and we actually got that money out for them, literally like the next day we started a pre-approval up for their next home. Do you ever work with clients who are selling their home and needing to buy a new one at the same time? I do. I do. And it is. Uh, it can be complicated to do that. It really can. Yeah, sounds it. Um, but it's something that I do have a good amount of experience with, and it's one of those transactions where if it's done properly and timed right, and all the parties are in alignment, it yep. can be actually so smooth. The reason it can even be smoother than a regular transaction is because typically, if you're buying a house and selling, selling one and buying one, the money is just moving. The equity is just moving from one house as the down payment on the next one. So it's actually simpler if it's done correctly because there's no really money changing hand. It's just moving from one pocket to the other, you see? Mm -hmm. Well, Rob, you got a testimony here. Can I read one? Okay, let's do it. Peter R. in Middlebury, he wrote, I could not recommend Robert more highly. We had a complicated transaction with same-day closings and Robert was on top of everything. Honestly, Getting the mortgage done was probably the easiest and least painful part of buying and selling. And that is entirely due to Robert's support. Avoid the national lenders and go local. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This was a great transaction. Um, he said it was complicated. Yeah. It was. It was. Mm -hmm. But we knew from the beginning the complication. So it was complicated for a couple reasons. Number one, this gentleman was selling his home. And buying another one at the mm -hmm. same time. That's like we just said, that can right. be complicated. Yeah. Number two was the sellers of the house he was buying had very strict timelines. So we actually started working on this. He contacted me the end of last year in like December of 2021. But they weren't going to close until March of 2022. Okay, so it was like a very long process, not because it had to be, but because the sellers, that was their condition of selling him this home was they needed a lot of time. It was a pretty large home. Um, I guess they didn't know where they were going to go. Well, or didn't that's have the first all that thing that I out. thought of. Yeah. They wanted to buy time. So we did it. So he contacted me when searching on Google for top lenders in Connecticut. I came up. I'm local to him. He's in Middlebury. My office is in Woodbury. So I came up right at the top of the list there. Are, are people always ready right away to move forward? Or are there times when it can take a long period of time or need to convince themselves that getting a new mortgage is actually a good idea. Yeah, so I would I would really say 50-50. I mean, oh. some people call me ready to go right away. They've done their research. They know who I am. They know what they want to do, and we can move pretty quickly in the process. Other people, you know, it can take a bit of time to convince themselves and sure. sometimes convince a significant other. Uh, depending on their age bracket, they might have to convince, like, a caretaker or child or someone else that might be involved or have interest in the property. So it's really 50-50 on that end. There's sure. a testimony here for you on regarding okay. that. Uh, Melissa L. Melissa L. from East Haven wrote, 
Rob has been absolutely amazing. He has been working with me for a few years now, and we both have been patiently waiting for when the time was right so he could help me. It finally happened this year, and I couldn't be happier. Rob is very knowledgeable, and uh, I, I saw an expert in his field, and, and I'm grateful for speaking with him a few years back, and we have kept in contact ever since. I would recommend him to everyone. The process was easy, and he made sure that I felt comfortable and understood the entire process. His service is exceptional. Thank you, Rob. There's something key right here that I, I want to single out, if you don't mind. And I'm running out sure, of time, sure. actually. And that I understood the entire process. Boy, you don't hear that every day. You just hear, you know what? This is what I do. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. Just, just. No, you you were transparent, it sounds. You kept them abreast of everything that happened before it actually happened. That's what I take from this. That's a rarity, my yes. friend. Yeah, definitely a source of pride for me. Now, Melissa was a, in that realm of people as you're hearing that wasn't ready right away she contacted me she had a financial issue she knew that she needed to do something with it and she knew that her home was the answer the equity was the answer but she had to convince her husband that's what wasn't said in there <laughs> she ended up it took years but what happened during those years was a couple things number one home values went up quite a bit so her equity multiplied number two was her situation got worse and i see that happen a lot maybe you have ten thousand in debt and I'll get rid of it. A year later, the 10000 is 18000 you know, because of interest and fees and all this. So with her, she saw her situation get worse. The market for her equity got better. And she finally was able to show her husband, look how much money we can save. Saved almost $1,000 a month Incredible. on her payments. And this market and this economy with this inflation, that is like hitting the lottery. Folks, you are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast, along with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. You can contact Rob very easily, 860-413-3938 and online at ConnecticutMortgageLending.com. Uh, I want to get I, a couple more questions, but I've, sure. I've got just a few minutes left. Um, I, I, what about what about clients who got declined on their loan? Or, or, or maybe their, the loan was just denied from a local bank or maybe even another lending institution. Yeah, yeah, it happens quite a bit, I'll unfortunately. Bet. You know, other lending, every lending institution has their own guidelines, their own criteria. What sure. you'll find is local bank, local credit union, small retail mortgage company, a lot of them have guidelines that are different than the just raw guidelines of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and FHA. What that means to you as a homeowner or a consumer looking to buy a home is one lending institution might say no or this isn't going to work or pre-approve you for a certain amount, but then somebody else can get it done in a better way, maybe a different program, higher approval amount, whatever the case may be. So that happens all the time. I actually, one of my biggest sources of referrals I'm not going to name the banks, but there's a couple local banks. Everyone would know they're some of the biggest in Connecticut. I have relationships, believe it or not, with some of the higher ups in those banks. You know, everyone from like even the teller up to directing of mortgage lending and whatnot. They're actually proactively now when they deny a client looking at me as a potential solution for that okay. client because I can help ones that maybe they couldn't. Well, you got a testimony here as well from Mary Evan Derby. She writes, uh, from the very first phone call that was placed in every call, text, and email that followed over the course of several weeks, the service received was exceptional. Working with Rob at Benchmark Mortgage just made the entire process easier, answering every question or concern as they came up. He was very professional and always kept us well-informed and up to speed with each step of the process. Rob was referred to us by a friend who also received excellent service 
and had urged us to contact him. I'm grateful to hear, uh, excuse me, I'm grateful to her for the referral. And now that we are finished, we will be doing the very same. Um, Again, it's an over, it's, these are sentiments that are over and over from, from people. One of the crazy things about this one is she says she was referred by a friend, but the backstory to that is her friend works at a local bank here in Connecticut (laughs) and actually bought her home, used me to buy the home, not the local bank, but used me, had such a great experience because she had very low credit that she's referred a ton of clients to me when this uh, specific client came in and could not get the equity loan that they wanted. She referred them to me and we got the cash out refi. So first time home buyers, uh, they're one of your specialties, but really quickly, maybe you can talk about how a really difficult situation with a first time home buyer uh, that you were able to to overcome. And I've only got uh, three minutes. Okay. I'll be quick on this. So very complicated scenario. A, A lady came to me, nice young lady to get pre-approved. Everything looked pretty good on the surface, but below the surface, she had defaulted on her student loans. They hadn't been paid. We did some work and um, some analysis and found out her name was on the cavers list. I've talked about what that is on other shows on FHA loans, but the long and short of it is she could not buy this home until we cleared her name from this default list. A lot of work, a lot of back and forth, a lot of different parties. To make matters more complicated, her loan was being transferred from one collection agency to the other, so it made it even more difficult. It took time. That was the big thing. It, it took extra time. Thankfully, she was able to work the, a deal with the seller where he gave her a little bit of extra time because we figured out early in the process that this was going to be a delay. So we were proactive about communicating and saying, hey, this is going to close. Everything's ready. We have this one hiccup, this one issue. It's going to take about this long to fix, but we're ready to roll other than that. She was able to get that okay from the seller and ended up buying her home. And that is actually the success story that I want you to read is from this girl named Megan, young first-time buyer with a great family. And here's what she wrote. She wrote, uh, she wrote, I worked closely with Rob Weinberg from Benchmark Mortgage on the purchase of my home. Robert went above and beyond what I expected of a mortgage broker. He was patient and very thorough during the entire process. What should have been an easy closing ended up taking months longer due to the Department of Education making some clerical mistakes to my account, which prevented me from getting the clearance I needed to close. But Robert kept calling on my behalf on a regular basis to get status updates. He was in constant communication with me throughout the entire process. I could not have done this without him. I would not be a homeowner without him. Well, if you're looking for a mortgage broker, without a doubt, Robert is your guy. That was that Megan from you were just mentioning from Middletown. Um, that's got to that's got to warm your that's heart. That's why I do what I do. Yeah. It did take a lot of extra work. I mean, hours and hours and hours. She acknowledges but it. It it worked. It it, it worked. It closed. Yeah, but, yeah, She's Rob, got a home. Rob, you went above and beyond. And I do for all my clients, though. That's my differentiator. And that's the overwhelming sentiment that I have taken out of each and every one of these testimonials that I have just read. Really, I mean. There's fulfilling the minimum requirements when somebody can walk away and say, hey, listen, this is my job duty. This is my responsibility. This is what my description for my job is. I fulfill that. You, there's two things here, and I've got to wrap this show up. Um, There's two things that I can extract from this, and that is exceptional communication. Number one. Number two, relationship. You really, you really develop a real you're not you're not they're not a number in your computer system they're not a notch in your belt rob that's i I, i'm just 
reading this, I'm beside myself. Um, folks, I do, but I do have to wrap this up. That's the sad part of this. If you like more information uh, about Rob Weinberg, about Benchmark Mortgage, uh, simply go to ConnecticutMortgageLending.com. You can also email Rob. It's very simple. Simply email him at MortgageMattersRadioShow at gmail.com. And I've got to say this phone number a couple of times because you, it would behoove you to schedule a meeting with Rob sooner the better. 860 413 3938. One more time, 860-413-3938. For Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Thank you so much for listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast. Until next Saturday, have... Thanks for listening. If you have questions about the information we've covered or would like to discuss mortgage financing for your situation, you can reach Robert Weinberg by visiting www.robgw.com.